Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Prosperity by the Pint. I'm your host, Bryce Carter, certified financial planner, charter financial consultant, certified investment management analyst, and self-proclaimed millennial money expert. This is the podcast where we talk about money, investing, business, and life success all while having a cold beer. The cold beer of today is Longboard Island Lager from Kona Brewing Company. Now, I picked this up because it's freezing cold and raining and nasty in Michigan today. And so I thought, why not have an island longer? You know, just kind of. I also picked it up because I, uh, I really like Landshark. And this is another island lager. And I've never had this. So cheers. It needs a lime, but that is delicious. That's really good. That just feels like it would go with some salsa on a, on a, on a beach. I don't, I don't know. It's delicious. Longboard Island Lager, Kona Brewing Company. Good job, Kona. So <clears throat> the autumn winds are blowing. They're getting cold. And the other morning we woke up, there's frost on the ground, which means before too long, it's going to be the end of the year, which means taxes, year-end taxes. So this week, I just wanted to go through some year-end uh, tax-saving moves, uh, some things you can do to, to maybe help your tax bill or maybe get a larger refund um, as we're closing in on the end of the year. <clears throat> now, most of these, several of them, require you to itemize, uh, which is harder and harder for Americans because... Uh, they in the Tax Act of uh, 2018, uh, I think it was actually the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, they doubled the standard deduction. <clears throat> so quick, uh, excuse me, oh, the longboard uh, is asking me to drink it again. That's why I'm coughing. So what the standard deduction is, is $12,000 if you are uh, a single person. It's $24,000 if you're if you're married or widowed. And so essentially what happens is let's take your income and let's say you make $50,000 a year uh, and you don't do any retirement contributions or anything like that. You take the standard deduction, which is $12,000 and subtract it from that. And now for, for your taxable income is $38,000. Now, what itemized deductions are is certain things in the IRS code that you can add up uh, that you, you, you've spent money on or, or put resources towards that you can deduct in lieu of taking the standard deduction. And so if your itemized deductions are greater than your standard deductions, you itemize. Now, something like 80% of Americans actually just, just I, take the standard deduction. Uh, but a lot of business owners, a lot of higher income people, a lot of people that pay a lot in state taxes um, and, and people that have side hustles and things, when you're doing those kind of things, it makes a lot of sense to try and itemize. So, um, I, I, you know, itemized deductions might be your, your mortgage interest. It might be uh, your state and local property taxes, although that, that's limited to $10,000, which is unfortunate, but it is. Uh, there's a charitable contributions in there. There's a whole, the whole list of things. Um, but most people are going to take the standard deduction. So some of these are going to apply to you if you take the standard or the itemized, some of you, it's only going to be itemized. So this first one I'm a big fan of, cause I'm a charitable person myself. I volunteer, I, I sit on a, a board for, um, an adoption and, and, um, childhood abuse and neglect agency. We don't do childhood abuse and neglect. We try to prevent it, but, uh, you get what I'm saying. So is charitable deductions. 
So some things people don't think about is, you know, you empty out your closet uh, and, and you got shoes and coats and whatever else. Take it to Goodwill, get a receipt because it's a deduction. OK, so um, it doesn't mean you're going to need your receipt. But if you get audited, you might want your receipt. So just think about that, you know, make an extra charitable contribution this year. That's going to be an extra itemized deduction for you. Um, take a look at it at, at bumping up whatever you give your your church. Um, it, if you got an old beater car, call the Red Cross. I think it's, or no, it's 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. 1-800-75-FOR-KIDS. You know what I'm saying. Uh, not a musical family. But, you know, so bump up your charitable contributions. Uh, bump up retirement contributions. So <clears throat> if you've listened to me for a while, or if you're a first-time listener, I'll just tell you, I'm a huge fan of Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks. I, I believe that for most of us, we would rather pay the tax now and have a tax-free pile of money later in life. But if you're in a tax problem situation where maybe this year you had more income than usual or, um, you know, you're losing out on some deductions for whatever reason, you have a capital gain that you can't do anything about, maybe for this year it makes sense to do a traditional IRA contribution. Or if you're already contributing to a traditional IRA, make sure you max it out. Make sure you max out your spouses. Maybe you look at a scenario where you're bumping up your 401k contributions. So bumping up your retirement contributions, um, look at it this way. If you are in the 20% bracket, it only costs you $8,000 to save $10,000. Does that make sense? And here's why. I'm looking at Allie, who's, who's recording, like, what, what did you just say? If I save $10,000, it cost me $10,000. I could have spent it. No, because if, if you save $10,000 into a retirement account, and normally you're paying 20% on taxes, you get to save. You're look, normally, you would have only gotten $8,000 in your pocket anyways, right? So you have $10,000. If you take it and you put it in your pocket from your employer, from your business, you're going to end up giving 2000 to the government anyways, right? Just in this simple example, you take 10000 out of your business, you end up with $8,000 in your pocket because you're giving 2000 to the government. Now, if you take that $10,000 and you put it into a retirement plan, you're not paying any tax on it. So 10000 is actually 8000 Makes sense? So it only costs you $8,000 to save $10,000, which is where the IRA and 401k come in handy. Saves you a little bit on taxes. Loss harvesting. Beer break. I take more beer breaks when I really like the beer. Like last week was a, a sour beer. Not a big fan of sours, but uh, I didn't take a lot of beer breaks because I didn't really like it. No offense, short brewery. You guys got some good stuff. That is good. Ah. So loss harvesting. Uh, if you have a non-qualified investment account. So this is another thing I'm a big fan of. Uh and I, I believe I did a full episode on this, which was just opening up a brokerage account and start investing. I think the episode was titled something like that. Um, so a non-qualified investment account is not a retirement account. It's just an investment account, right? So like you take money out of your checking account and you just put it in a brokerage account at Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade or whatever, and you start buying stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs, et cetera. That's just a non-qualified investment account. And so you have to pay tax on gains, some of the gains, as you buy and sell things. But you get to deduct the losses. So let's say I bought uh, Apple stock and I bought $1,000 worth and it's currently worth $800. If I sell it for $800, I had a $200 loss. 
which means I can get a $200 deduction because you can have a loss deduction of up to $3,000. So you can take up to $3,000 worth of investing, non-qualified investment losses and deduct them. Not bad deal. You can actually take those losses, uh, you can take far more and use them to offset gains. So let's say in one stock, I had a $10,000 gain. And in another stock, I had a $5,000 loss. Your total investing gain was only $5,000. Even though you had a $10,000 gain on one stock, you only have to pay gain uh, the, the tax on half of that. Not a bad deal, right? So the thing that you have to remember about this, it's called loss harvesting, is you can't repurchase it within 30 days. Otherwise, you could just buy it, turn right around, uh, sell it, buy it, buy it, sell it, buy it, sell it, and just for tax purposes, and 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 they don't want you doing that. So you got to wait 30 days. So that's you could miss out on some uh, some gains during that time period. But if you're taking you know a significant deduction, uh, it might be worth it. It might want to just buy an equivalent, right? So you could sell Apple and buy Samsung, or you could you know. I'm not advocating for that, but that's one of the things that you could do. So you don't have to have it uninvested. You just can't buy the same thing during that time frame. Uh, a health savings account. So what a health savings... I haven't talked about these at all. Uh, I don't think. Have I talked about these, Allie? Allie says no. I have not talked about health savings accounts. We're getting up at 38 episodes, guys. I, I, you know, There's a lot in this brain, but remembering everything that I talked about is not... In that list. So health savings accounts. Uh, these accounts enable you to use pre-tax dollars to pay on eligible health care expenses. So in 2019, the contribution max for an individual is $3,500. It's $7,000 uh, if you have family coverage. And if you're over 55, you can do an extra thousand. So not a bad deal. And basically what this allows you to do is unlike an IRA, an IRA, when you make a contribution you get the deduction but when you pull money out you're taxed a health savings account you put the money in you get the deduction when you pull it out for medical expenses you don't pay any tax so it's money that you never have to pay taxes on and allows you to essentially to end up accumulating a pool of money for that oh shit ambulance bill right like I, I should have done an HSA like 10 years ago. I really wish I would have. I just got a bill for uh, a surgery for my daughter, and it sucks. I'm paying that out, of that, that out of pocket. I should have just been putting in a health savings account. So max out those health savings accounts. You can only do them if you have a high deductible plan, but a lot of people really do. If you don't know whether you have a high deductible plan or not, call your employer, call the insurer, just ask those, them those questions, and then see if they offer a health savings plan because a lot of times you can have those coordinated with your insurance coverage. So something to think about. Uh, it's not a lot of times that you get something that's double tax free, which is pretty cool because they can earn interest too. So they can be invested and earn interest, which ends up meaning that you, you have dollars that you earned on investments. You'd be used for medical expenses, tax-free, not a bad deal. All right. So these, uh, these next couple are a little bit less practical, uh, just for tax purposes. I'm not saying it's not practical in life, but for instance, you wouldn't want to get married just to save on taxes, but if you get married, you might just so happen to save on taxes. So if you got like a date planned of January 1st, maybe maybe like just move it up a day, you know, December 31st, it's just as good a day, New Year's Eve. Um, and so it might or might, it may not uh, save you in taxes. So like if you're broke and you don't make any money or you have a business that's losing money, you're not paying any taxes anyway, so don't look for a big tax savings. But if you're, you know, both spouses are at, you know, 
equal roughly income or one is much higher, that person that's earning a lot more, those two couples that are that happen to be really close in income are going to end up saving on taxes. So, it, you know, it's kind of those things that's built into the code, the way that that works. I think it's, you know, I, I think I said this before in our taxes episode is that our, our tax code is not necessarily designed to uh, collect revenue, which it should be. It's designed to manipulate behavior, right? Like some of these things that I'm going through, like you bought into an IRA, you saved into an IRA, you're saving for retirement. That's a good thing. So here's some money um, back in taxes, right? So it's, you know, getting married, apparently it's baked into the code, you know, that marriage is good for the economy and the country. So here's some savings on taxes. Another one, definitely not a thing you want to do just to save on taxes. I'm just going to share my personal story is my wife and I, our daughter was due in December, end of December, and they wanted to schedule the uh, the the uh, induction because we were late. And I'm like, it's before the end of the year. <laughs> so my my peanut, my little daughter, is uh, uh, forever known to me as my sweet little tax deduction. Um, I'm I'm serious. Do not just have a kid for taxes. It's bad news, but you know, if you're scheduling an induction, you know, it's not a bad thing to make sure it's this year. So there's that. Um, meet with a financial advisor, meet with a CPA, go over your tax situation, have your taxes reviewed, look at what you've paid in so far this year. Uh, you need to make sure you're on pace because it's better to, you know, maybe bump up your withholding until the end of the year to make sure you're not having to write a check, right? Because then, then you're in a scenario where the following year, you'll likely have to write quarterly checks. So just, you know, have your tax returns reviewed, have your, have your W-2, your 1099 uh, reviewed, um, have that stuff looked at, make sure that you're on pace. And I always recommend part of your emergency fund should be kind of quarantined for taxes. Because if you make any money at some point in your life, you're going to have a tax problem. That's just the way that it is. So that's this week's episode of Prosperity by the Pint. Don't forget to follow us, YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen, that's where we are. Subscribe, like it, share it. Cheers. Cheers.